Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from Psalm chapter 75. This is a psalm that's attributed to Asaph. Now you may think, well, who is Asaph? I thought David wrote most of the psalms. Well, Asaph was a Levite that David had put in charge of organizing the temple choir. So he was in charge of the singers. He was in charge of worship and structure. And he wrote some of the worship music. Now, a lot of people don't realize this, but the Psalms are divided up into five different books. So don't see the Psalms as some worship book that was just thrown together or as Psalms were written, they were added to the Psalter. Actually, someone came back and gave structure to the the Psalter, and the Psalms are broken up into five different books. Now, think of the five books of Moses. More than likely, that's why they're in five books. But there are five books of the Psalms, and Asaph writes in two sections of the Psalms. So Asaph writes Psalm number 50, but Asaph also writes Psalms 73 through 83. Now, probably wondering, why do you need to know that? Well, Asaph writes the Psalms that open up book three of the Psalter. So starting at Psalm 73 and going through Psalm 83, Asaph writes all of those Psalms. And those are the Psalms that open up book three of the Psalter. Now, what's interesting about book three, book three, if you think of Asaph as a worship leader, it's funny as I talk about this, I just saw an ad a minute ago that was sent to me via email. Ministers get these kinds of ads and it was for a worship team that you could hire to come into your church and lead worship. And the picture was uh, smoke and lights and Jesus written behind them, like in these huge, uh, this big sign behind them, like neon lights, Jesus. And so it was like this smoky uh, worship band uh, scene going on there, where it kind of like a concert going on. Well, Asaph would not be that kind of worship leader. Uh, actually, Asaph was very... Uh, I don't know the the word maybe I'm looking for here today, kind of a darker moment in the Psalter. When you come to Asaph Psalms, they are very soulful, uh, they are mournful, and that kind of marks out book three. Book three is the darkest of all the books of the Psalter. So I hate to say it, but Asaph would not be the worship leader that would come to your church and and have the flashing lights and the smoke and all that. Uh, His part of the Psalter is very somber. And today you're going to get a taste of one of those Psalms, Psalm 75. So I want to read this psalm to you. This is a psalm written by Asaph from the tribe of Levi, a guy that David had put in charge of organizing the temple choir. And part of his duties is he wrote songs. And here's one of his songs. We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks for your name is near. We recount your wondrous deeds. At the set time that I appoint, I will judge with equity. When the earth totters and all its inhabitants, it is I who keep steady its pillars. I say to the boastful, do not boast, and to the wicked, do not lift up your horn. Do not lift up your horn on high, or speak with haughty neck. For not from the east or from the west, and not from the wilderness comes lifting up, but it is God who executes judgment, putting down one and lifting up another. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup with the foaming wine well mixed, and he pours out from it, and all the wicked of the earth shall drain it down to the dregs. But I will declare it forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked I will cut off, but the horns of the righteous shall be lifted up. 
Asaph is telling you something really important for listening today. God is the ultimate judge. No one else is. Only God. That's the message of Psalm 75. If you're to take it away and say, okay, what is the main idea Asaph wants us to get? It's that God is the judge. So where does this truth land with you today as you realize that God is the ultimate judge? Perhaps you find yourself haunted by a past in which you were a victim of some form of abuse. It could have happened from church people. Realize God will judge. Maybe your life today is plagued by animosity from a family member toward you. Remember, God will judge. Perhaps you feel discouraged when you read or listen to the news or hear the media and those with whom they interview on the news and it just seems so dark. Like there's no hope in this world. Realize God will judge. All will be put right. Or maybe today you find yourself tormented by a conscience that you know of yourself, you know your deeds, you know that you're the perpetrator of evil, of selfishness. You've said mean things to people. It keeps you up at night when you think about some of the horrible things you said to people you love. If so, if you feel that way today, repent. That's what Asaph would call us to do, to repentance and seek restitution with those whom you have wronged. to Try to make it right. But beneath it all, take heart and know that the greatest truth of God's judgment is this. I want you to think about this deeply as we think about the judgment of God. God judged his own righteous son in place of us unrighteous rebels so that Anyone who turns and takes refuge to God, if you repent and turn to him, we get the future that Jesus earned through his righteousness. Think of it this way. Jesus is the one and only true, unique son of God. But because of what Christ did for us, we are called sons and daughters of the Most High God. Yes, God will judge. But our sin has already been judged in Jesus Christ. He was our representative, our substitute, our sacrifice. And so our judgment, if you're in Christ, if you have union with him, has already fallen on Jesus. And that should lift your head up this day. That should give you great hope for a wonderful future. And in verse 1, as Asaph says, this gives you every reason to give thanks to God for all his wondrous deeds. Well, I hope Psalm 75 has encouraged you today and given you a picture of who God really is. Maybe an appreciation for old Asaph as a guy who organized worship in the temple, or in the tabernacle actually, and wrote some some really powerful stuff in the Psalms. A guy of very deep, soulful reflection. Well, hope you join us back tomorrow as we continue to read in the book of James. God bless.